0: Hello and welcome to three one three hockey. Today we're going to start with some numbers. In the last month, who has lost more, Kevin McCarthy or the Detroit Red Wings? I can tell you the answer, and it's not the Red Wings. Rip. I just watched a man get humiliated for twenty four hours straight. I imagine all of your friends like repeatedly voting you no, or like you know you're handing your crush a note. Well, who are like,
1: supposed to be your friends? Yeah. rather.
0: How about like handing your crush a note that says, do you like me? Yes or no. Circle one. And they circle <gasps> no. And then you hand it back and you're like, try again. And you just keep seven doing times.
1: Yep. Do it. Seven times.
0: That's my At trick the time to romance. of recording that this is our three and three hockey advice for romance. By the way, if somebody you like says no, ask them another 56 times. Eventually, they got to say yes. Right.
1: That's what I do to Rodrigo.
0: <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> he'll reply to you one day.
1: Him and Jamal. I always am in Jamal's DMs.
0: Jamal is so funny. Um, I
1: know. That's why I'm, on his, I'm in his DMs.
0: For those unfamiliar with the video, um, somebody asked Detroit Lions player Jamal Williams what he thought about the comments that Aaron Rodgers from the Packers said. And he, this man comes out, Naruto headband. Always. Jacket full of, I don't know what anime. I think it might have been another Naruto jacket.
1: I think he had one piece on.
0: Yeah, one piece. And he's like, I can't remember. he's like, I don't care what he has to say he's like I no, don't he just does. care about Pokemon
1: <laughs> yeah he's like I want to go home and play Pokemon and the, the the reporter goes something something Pokemon and then Jamal stops him he goes man and then the reporter goes I got my nephew some some Pokemon cards and Jamal goes I know they're gonna be shit because you said Pokemon <laughs> 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 or so yeah I'm obviously paraphrasing he said it way funnier yeah I love that dude Jamal Williams. I guess we're going to go into the Detroit sports.
0: Update. Our Lions segment again. Um, it's not even.
1: Listen, Jake. I know that we thought that we started a Red Wings podcast. Apparently. But it's actually, it's actually a Lions podcast that we started.
0: Red Wings about. content. Jeez. That's okay. Uh, for those who don't like football, it's over in like two weeks. So we no talking about that anymore.
1: Maybe not.
0: Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Maybe three weeks.
1: Hey, Jacob i don't know the don't like, hurt me
0: <laughs> you already got hurt you, you keep getting hurt by this team i know but he's like the, the guy you keep coming back to he's he's aaron jaeger you're like <laughs> oh, man, it's okay he'll be different this time he only wants to like kind of genocide people and you're like Jake. yeah but look at his bun look at the man bun <laughs>
1: A lot of the references on this podcast episode so far are, like, only for me and you. We're really niche. (laughs) Really niche. Unless you like politics, anime, and the show I think you should leave, and football. (laughs) If you like all of those things. I mean, didn't we say we're going to
0: create, like, a media guide? We're going to create, like, mandatory or supplementary uh, class material. All of that's going to give you information on what you should, what you will listen to. You will watch it, and you will like it clockwork orange style and oh we'll be God. there to douse your eyeballs with water as they are needed
1: instead of guantan- we we <laughs> jake <laughs> you don't even know it's you, just said you, you
0: said the first syllable of guantanamo bay i know this is gonna get bleak <laughs> no
1: don't spoil it <laughs> i was gonna say it's instead of upkeeping guantanamo bay we'll <laughs> Lock people up and make them listen to the podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're like, no! I'll tell you anything. We got enough! Anything. <laughs> I don't want to hear about the lions anymore.
1: <laughs> We're going to take prisoners that speak different <laughs> languages and get translators.
0: Just <laughs> see if he uses us as torturing techniques. So we're four episodes, we're four minutes in and Maddie's already in tears.
1: I am. I'm just thinking uh. about taking a terrorist <laughs> into a room and playing
0: No, not again. <laughs> <laughs> you just have the like the FBI agent sitting like reverse side on the chair like this, just watching him. He's like, You ready to talk now? You ready to tell us where the bombs are?
1: The FBI agent has earplugs in, though.
0: Yeah. Okay, fun fact. uh, This is a neat history fact. There was a guy, a dictator who ruled Panama for a little while. And the the USA went in to destabilize him. And when he locked himself in his house, instead of, like, you know, charging the house, storming the house and forcing it out, they set up a bunch of speakers around his house and repeatedly played the song Panama by Van Halen just over and over and over. And eventually, okay. he was like, "Okay, fine. I've had enough. I'm so sick of this fucking song." And he surrendered.
1: Okay, actually, as, you know, when Jake talks, I always need to fact check it just because sometimes he'll he'll like get like a let's say a grain of sand in a story, and he'll just like expand that grain of sand into something else. But it's it looks like it's a real. So, on Christmas I don't remember Day, the guy. Go- the guy, I got name. you. I got yeah. you. Christmas Day, nineteen eighty nine, Panamanian strongman General Manuel Noriega. Noriega
0: Yes, Noriega, that was it.
1: Yeah. He holed himself up in the Vatican's embassy in Panama City, was surrounded by US troops, didn't give himself up, so we used psychological warfare by blasting a wall of sound nonstop outside. A fleet of Humvees mounted with loudspeakers rolled in and rock music <laughs> rolled out. Yeah, this is exactly what I pictured. Um in my uh, torture fantasy. but speaking That's of, kind of what I imagine. Speaking of torture, let's talk about the Lions again. Just do a quick... Because we didn't actually talk about them. We just teased. Mm-hmm. So we are recording Thursday, January 5th, 2023. And Days Away is a huge game. Lions versus Packers at Lambeau Field. I am ready to have my tits out for this game and just... Absolutely lose my shit. The most frustrating thing about this game and situation is like even if we win, that doesn't mean we're in. So the Seahawks the Seahawks have to lose.
0: Well, did you wait, see Wait! This is important. This is relevant to what you're saying. I know. Go ahead.
1: I know what you're gonna say, and I want to talk about it. So as as if I were the the creator and author of a fairy tale, let's discuss. The conditions that we are now facing going into the last week of the NFL regular season. As you may know, the Lions have received the the LA Rams pick, pick, the first round pick next year. So the Rams have been tanking this year after winning the Super Bowl last year, and our boy My So if we're talking in fairy tales, our uh, main character and hero of the story, Matthew Stafford, unfortunately has been on injured reserve for most of the season and has the opportunity now to bring his old team, the Detroit Lions, to the playoffs. I'm not saying it's all on his shoulders, but if the Lions win the game and honestly... Listen, this might be a little bit extreme, and I might be talking out of my ass, but if the Lions win and Matthew Stafford beats the Seahawks, I might have to get a Matthew Stafford tattoo. I think I would just lose my mind.
0: I think you should. I think you should. And also, I have an interesting thing that this is what I was really excited to share with you.
1: Oh, I th- was that not what you were going to say? It was not. Um, oh, OK. Tell me. Tell me.
0: The NFL is pondering some playoff seating without the Bills-Bengals game, which, of mm-hmm. course, ended very tragically on yeah. Monday night. But with this new seating, there would be an extra team added into the playoffs.
1: What? Boom, boom. What? I know.
0: Something so- like fa- as if fate itself were involved. This game
1: Whoa.
0: against A-Rod, Ugh. the other bad A-Rod, could be the game of the year.
1: It is going to be the game of the year. Both of these teams are fighting for a playoff spot.
0: One of them is really, really mid and is full of a bunch of washed up stars. And the other, and the one, other one is, is the youngest team in the NFL.
1: Dude, what Dan Campbell has done? No, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's done for this team. This season is remarkable, and I I almost put down money to bet that he wins coach of the year, but I didn't end up doing it.
0: It's but probably going to be, I don't know, someone. Dan Campbell? Yeah. In other Detroit sports news, the Pistons had an actually really cool game.
1: That buzzer beater last night?
0: Yeah. Um, so- <laughs> Duke. De- 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 I really want the Red Wings to like, get the level of announcing and hype that the Pistons have at games. Literally what you were saying beforehand. I. I don't know if anybody here has ever listened to, or been to a Pistons game, but I would highly recommend hype. it. One, because they're really cheap this season, and two, because I think the NHL could learn a lot from how yeah. the NBA markets its stars and how they interact with their fans. They literally have an ice cam, like, where people you just love show that up all their... It's so
1: cool. You love that ice cam. I yeah, it, na- it is name dope.
0: any other place where you've seen something like that. Like, it's unbelievable.
1: Mm, the Bronx
0: yeah but that's the bronx nobody cares about the bronx
1: <gasps> jake
0: <laughs> i'm just kidding the bronx is fine
1: you were like any place that's not detroit you're like nobody cares about them.
0: that's not true i'm like indifferent besides to, like,
1: pittsburgh
0: i'm indifferent to philly i think philly's kind of all right
1: no that's people a wrong take people. try again try again i mean like think about it
0: there are so no! many people from new york and from la that absolutely meet the midwest <sighs> and they take any chance they can get to pennsylvania
1: is not the midwest
0: no it's not pennsylvania is like a mutant i don't even know what it is it's not the east coast unless like philly it's purgatory the there's actually a really funny comic i think it's a calvin and Hobbes one where it's like when we die where do you think we'll go and it's like i don't know pittsburgh
1: <laughs> i mean anyway yeah
0: back to the pistons that was fun Jalen Duren is really fun to watch. Same with Jaden yep. Ivy. Jaden Ivey, if he continues to grow at the rate that he has, could be like a John ja Morant level of fun. Word. I really hope and he is. And this
1: because team's ja Morant playing right some. now. They're playing right now without... Cade Cunningham. Thank you. My yep. brain just took a shit.
0: Uh, it's the They're one of, if not the youngest team in basketball, and they are on the come up too. If you guys want to feel optimistic, I know times are a little bleak with a lot of our Detroit sports teams. Think about it this way. The Lions have the youngest team in the NFL, and they're pushing for a playoff spot. Maybe they are in the playoffs right now. Who knows? Right. Maddie, by the
1: time by the time they- this comes out, we will know.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm going to say yes, they are. Are you going to say yes, they are? I don't want to say shit. Yeah, don't say anything. The Pistons are one of the youngest cores in the NBA, and they're going to have probably a new star player by the start of next season. Maybe. The Red Wings have cider raymond casper edvinson all these cool young guys and they're about to make the next step and then you have the tigers anyway moving on <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, just, it's like i feel similarly shit talking the tigers like we do zadita like for me the tigers are on ir because they're not playing for a while and they just <laughs> stopped since they let. like since you know they ended They can't sucking. disappoint
0: you they're not playing games <laughs>
1: That's what I'm saying. It's, it's exactly how I feel. So it also feels weird to like shit talk them while they're off. So. Unfortunately
0: for both of us, the Tigers are coming back probably in, in spring training is what, next month? Mm, I think Mar- March. March. And then Zadina's coming off IR soon. So sooner next or later, week. we're going to have to be negative again.
1: Zadina's is coming back next week. Oh, I can't so wait to talk about meeting the team.
0: Maddie met the team. And she's going to share with us her full experience and everybody's vibes with that team. Okay. So before then, I really want to talk about the big news that happened. That's right. Robbie Fabry coming back from IR. That was... Not the other he big news. He looked really
1: good. No, I, I thought you were going to say something stupid, but then actually... It was I almost reason. did.
0: I couldn't think of anything I know, stupid know I I see say.
1: I could see it moving in your brain while you were talking. I was like, hmm, what something is Jake going to say instead of something that actually was funny? Instead of something that was actually funny, everything I say is funny.
0: Though I am a little bit disturbed. I have 1,250 Twitter followers, and yet I don't receive at least 1,250 likes on Twitter. Can someone That's explain to up. me what's going on? Yeah, Is there a problem, Elon Musk? Can They're we, can we fix
1: that? Are they all bots? Are all my followers bots? Wait, you want to see a good bot tweet? Absolutely, I do. Let me pull it up.
0: While Maddie's pulling it up, I would like to talk a little bit about Fabry coming back. I'm excited to have him back. He's a great depth player. I think he's like some people don't like him and I really don't understand why. Fabry? Yeah.
1: I haven't seen any Fabry hate. I see like, people I don't, are like, I haven't oh, seen are who doesn't slow. I'd like rather
0: him. have insert depth player here over Fabry. And I'm like, this is why you're not the GM.
1: As you very rightfully have pointed out in the past, my love language is effort. And I watching watching Fabry last night is just, I mean, obviously it was his first game back. He's been off for a long time and has been cursed with injuries throughout his career. If that's your, you know, if you're a professionist to be an athlete and you can't do what you love, that's got to be the most saddening and frustrating thing you can do. So I think the way that Fabry skated and the way he played, I mean last night, we'll see how it looks now that he's back back, but the way that he looked in his first game back, he was hustling to every puck, really trying to get in there. And I I fucking love to see that one, but two, at the same time, every time that he, there was like he would go into a corner or like somebody first of all, the devils were definitely bullying him on his first game back, knowing As that he was tradition. injured. Yeah. But every time someone got near him, I'm like, oh God, he's fragile. Please. He, he has torn three
0: ACLs yes. in his life. Which is That's like
1: insane.
0: Two on one leg and then this one's on the new the other leg. hmm We just need to get him robot legs. I think did he'd you, be really sweet.
1: Did you watch um? the video that the wings released with Fabry where they know about his injuries. Well, they, you should really watch it. Anyone listening as well, the wings tweeted out this, and then the NHL as well tweeted a video of Robbie Fabry before he came back. And he talks about what it's, you know, what it's like to be injured and like his specific course to recovery And then they show a a little part of that clip where he's at the doctor's. The doctor's asking him about like the scars on his knees, and then the doctor says to Fabry something like, "How do you feel? You definitely know this better than anyone else." Like the doctor's like defaulting (laughs) because he's had so many of these knee injuries. So, yeah, I mean, I like him. I'm glad he's back, and I am now ready to share this this tweet with you from a few seconds ago. So, the three one three hockey account tweeted. The following. The top five Red Wings of all time. One, Brendan Smith. Two, Darren Helm. Three, Tomas Yurko, parentheses if he worked properly. Four, Steve Iserman. Five, Jakob Kindle.
0: Now- But he disagrees. They're objectively wrong.
1: Correct. The best response that- Oh no, they deleted it! Damn it. Wait, I think I took a- I
0: th- yeah, I, I took a screenshot. I got a
1: screenshot. Hold on. There are actually two of the tweets. Did you just start watching hockey or something? Top five Red Wings of all time with no mention of Fedorov or Fedorov or Datsuk or anyone that was actually really good. The only solid player you got there that actually belongs on that list is Iserman, lol. Darren Helm, lol. Seriously. That was the tweet. He also had another tweet, which is gone, but it was something along the same lines, and There is no better content than tweeting something ridiculous and having some idiot just not understand that it's a joke.
0: And it's so obviously a joke.
1: How? Dude, I was cracking the fuck up. It was so funny. It was, it
0: was, I mean, I've never seen anything like that in my life. Actually, I'm just kidding. There are very dense people on social media.
1: Sometimes I'll respond just like, if it's dumb enough where I feel like it won't be hostile, I'll just like go along with it.
0: I had one guy tell me that I should wear a paper bag to every game and I should be embarrassed to be a fan. He called me sir, though. So, I mean, he's respecting me. Right. You know, he's uh, he's. um, Was he
1: from the South?
0: I don't know. He he kind of reminded me of like, I've thought about this for a while, but you ever like look on Elon Musk's replies and people are like, excellent job, sir. Very fun, sir. They all call him, sir.
1: I have a theory that I feel like will help your mental health.
0: is that you want i want people to call me sir because if so that's correct (laughs) (laughs) you sir have won the internet today oh i hate
1: that xd xd smiley face (laughs) no my my theory is you're always talking about like you asked me have you ever read elon musk replies why the fuck would i ever do that to myself
0: I'm a glutton for punishment. That's I mean, what like- I'm
1: saying. You always have the most rancid people in your de- in like in your mentions, like your timeline is cursed. You follow. Sometimes I'll go onto the three one three hockey Twitter and I'll like look at some of the random people you followed. I'm like, why? Why did you do this? Like, why do you follow people who don't tweet good things? I don't understand. And then to read something as fucking putrid as Elon Musk replies, like I think like
0: I'm. Okay, so to give you a better idea, I mean, my favorite, one of my favorite video game series is Dark Souls, which is known for being really punishing and hard. And I don't know, maybe I've gotten accustomed to the pain. Maybe I just enjoy, like, getting mad about things. Why? I like Mike Valenti, but, like, you know. I don't like
1: that. (laughs) That was funny, though. Mike Valenti would
0: be like, the lions are the worst. He'll come up with any excuse to dump on the lions.
1: Whatever. Fuck Detroit that guy. Team. Fuck that guy. But to be fair, like, if I'm going to take my bias glasses off, you kind of do that to most other teams as well.
0: I do it to other teams because they're not Detroit sports teams. And, like, but I'll own that bias and I will wear it like a badge of honor.
1: Word. Okay.
0: We should probably get back to the matter at hand. I want to talk a little bit about the scary, maybe not scary, but like the anxiety inducing 24 hour period. Where Jacob Verona got waived, and everybody went into panic mode.
1: I and really want to talk about this.
0: I really don't because oh. everybody's. I do, but like the fan theories that I heard.
1: I don't even want to talk theories.
0: Can I? Can I give you my top three favorites? <laughs> this is some more rancid
1: shit that you saw in your curse timeline. Yeah. Please inform me. It's
0: fucked up. It's um. So the top three I saw. One of them was he hates Detroit. And okay. that's why he doesn't want to be there because he just yeah. hates it. No, yeah. no evidence to prove anything, of course. Right. Maybe he's an alcoholic. I heard that I've one too. I've seen
1: that. I've seen both of those. Actually. Which I'm like,
0: I don't think I've ever seen him hold a drink in anything. I don't look on his social media at all, but like, well, he deleted everything. anything. Yeah. Uh, and then the top one was, oh, he's Czech, which means he likes Coke. And that must mean he has a Coke problem. Because hmm. he was on the caps when Kuznetsov got suspended for doing Coke. So clearly that means that he got Coke he has coke and he does it all the time.
1: Well, I Yeah, love our fan base. Love that. <laughs> few things. I don't think and this is something that I kind of tweeted about when this all happened just like none of us, zero of us know what the motivation was behind putting him on waivers and then, you know, nobody claimed him. Not nobody knows why or what led Steve Eiserman to make that decision. Maybe like people obviously in the back office. But like as fans, we can speculate all we fucking want. But I really got pissed off when like people were saying, oh, this was so stupid by Steve Iserman. Like, shit. <laughs> fuck Yeah, like, I am so sure that he had a reason for doing this that it's like, you can't, you can't be like, you don't know. So how could you say it's stupid? None of us know. We don't. We don't know. But here's my. But,
0: I mean, I, I guess. Can I push back on? That? I'm going to push back Go on it a little bit. Go ahead. Um, I also think that like blindly accepting something at face value is very dangerous too.
1: Because, You're right. You're right.
0: Because like I, the, the main reason we're doing this is because it's Steve Iserman, and because he has mm-hmm. a good track record with this stuff. Yeah, but if you looked at it from just like a pure objective standpoint, you know, if the caps just randomly shot Anthony Mantha down to the minors, you'd be like, whoa, whoa, like what? What are they doing? What?
1: Of course, that would be my initial reaction, be like, what the fuck? But then but my calling, second
0: yeah, dumb is like,
1: it's crazy to me. Like, I hope that people can think logically enough because you're like, yeah, if they shot Mantha down, then I would be like, what? And I, everybody was like, when we saw that this happened to Verona, everyone was like, what the fuck? Fair that's fair everyone like i i am in that boat too and i was just as confused as everybody are, else
0: and we are fans of the most tight-lipped organization in the nhl i mean they didn't even know that every single uh draft pick from seattle got leaked the day of the draft like an hour really? before the draft happened except for detroit i didn't know that that's crazy yeah. the only team that didn't have anything leaked was detroit and they're constantly known for like being impossible to get in touch with. Like a lot of big media heads complain that like, oh, we don't ever hear any updates from the Detroit hmm. side. And I'm like, "Oh, bummer." Like
1: <laughs> so, another parallel to Guantanamo? Yes. <laughs> but anyway, I you just I don't think it's, you know, worth making speculation to why it happened. It would be really cool to know as fans, but I don't know if we're ever going to know. Perhaps maybe one day, but my where I stand now, just to clear out the, to finish out the Verona spit, but I don't see him ever playing for the Red Wings again.
0: Damn, really? How? I think he could come back, I because I wonder, like, this is something that I noticed, maybe it's just me, but mm-hmm. when, like, uh, probably a couple hours after the waivers happened, mm-hmm. maybe it was like half a day, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Alex Nedeljkovic got sent down too. Right. He got sent for a conditioning stint, but he didn't have to mm-hmm. go through waivers because you know the conditioning rules. And there was a picture of both of them playing, like, I think they were playing soccer together before a game, and they Mm -hmm. both had huge smiles on their faces. Yeah, because soccer's fun. Yeah, but is it? It's not fun to watch. It's (laughs) fun to play. Like, if you are all doom and gloom, and you're, like, you know, bummed about playing and, you know, getting sent down, wouldn't you look a little more, I don't know, glum? Mm -mm. You'd be happy because you're playing soccer?
1: I have a few thoughts, but... Even if he is doom and gloom, even if he's in like a pit of despair, he still has a job to do. This is his job. And if he is playing soccer and somebody like a photographer happens to be taking a picture while he's playing soccer and he's smiling, that's great content to send out. So, again, as a fan, it's just, you know, it's speculation. We don't know. We don't know.
0: I I think you might see him again. I mean, it depends on how well he plays.
1: I have doubts.
0: Because of course as of right we now, can. We he has can. not been playing well.
1: I guess this, yeah, he he played last night in Grand Rapids. Um, well, he's been playing in Grand Rapids, but last night, a lot of people are now, you know, talking about his performance in Grand Rapids. And originally the conditioning stint wasn't, I don't think they defined how long it would be but then they were saying okay we want to do the full two weeks and then after they said the full two weeks that was when they put him on waivers so there is something else going on obviously i thought that was funny (laughs) when when verona got put on waivers jake sent me a text with say like with that tweet and then said i think something's going on i'm like wow jake you're so astute
0: it was my booger mcfarland moment um (laughs) I think he is the greatest announcer in all of sports because he just says the most obvious thing. He'll be like, LeBron James is a player in the NBA, which, of course, we know stands for the National Basketball Association.
1: That's how I felt when you're like, something's going on. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But listen, like, I like Verana. I would love to see him playing for us again. I think he has great hands and amazing potential. We really haven't seen a full season with him on the Red Wings. But just all of the things that are happening right now, I'm going to go out on a limb. They're red flaggy. Yeah, I just, something ain't right.
0: Maddie is well-versed in the art of spotting red flags.
1: <laughs> That's actually true.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm done talking about Verona now, though.
0: I, I have a couple thoughts, but they're not really anything that crazy. They're more general. Let this be a valuable lesson, friends. Don't get attached to these players. This is a business. Oh, yeah. This is parasocial relationships with athletes are bad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Even, I know that like these are cool people, and they're like fun to watch on the ice, and they're exciting, but they probably don't know you. They don't know you. They don't know you. Well, like, some, of a- some of them might.
1: Some of them might. You know, if you meet a guy 10 times, you might remember yeah. you. Maybe. I'll talk I'll talk to that. I'll talk to players remembering we'll remembering me later, but yeah, I agree, Jake.
0: The biggest I think the biggest thing that pushed this Verona thing or one of the biggest things is the fact that Derek Lalonde said he wants to keep Jonathan Bergeron, Joe Valeno, yeah. and Elmer Soderblom up in the NHL. He said that they have been some of the best play drivers yeah. on the team and the numbers back that up. Mm-hmm. jonathan Berggren, i believe leads the team in one of those fancy advanced stats i think it's expected goals i don't know but he's really really been great he earned some time on the second line i believe he played yesterday on the second line um and i mean soderblom's been good yeah, so- soderblom has been like great defensively and valeno has been like awesome on the yep. fourth line yeah he's not he's not great at taking face off but like if you look at the number, if you look at the raw numbers, taking face offs and winning or losing face offs doesn't really affect the game as a whole. Like, Why as are you much talking about think. stats? It's not stats, it's, it's narrative.
1: It's not furthering the narrative. But yeah. I like that. I also <laughs> like that. Um, you know, we talked, there was speculation from us last episode. We were, lots of speculation about who would be sent down and what's going to happen. We know ultimately, um, unfortunately, Ernie was scratched, but it it made sense. Uh, at the time, I think, you know, when we look at the, the, the lineup, who who else are you going to scratch, I guess. But I got to say, and maybe we'll talk. Uh, I'll, hold, I'll hold on. To, I'll hold on to my comment till we talk about the Devils game.
0: Yeah. Before the Devils game, though, there yeah. is a really fun thing the NHL hmm. announced. What? The All-Star game coming up is bringing back fan votes. Now, the Thank last God. time they did this john scott who's known for what four (laughs) career points he's like a big fighter guy legend if you've ever seen the
1: movie goon i feel like yeah
0: he was voted as a captain of the all-star team and then i think like the nhl or gary bettman like prevented him from doing it and then Mm -hmm. he made the coyotes like there was like some weird thing where they like waved him And then uh, it was so weird. Montreal picked him up, sent him to the minors. They had some like weird loophole where they were trying to get him out of the opportunity, which was really stupid. He wound up being in the All-Star game anyway, after everybody gave him a hard time about it. The fact of the matter is, if John Scott can get in, who is going to be our John Scott this year? I have a couple ideas that I would like to run past you. Mm -hmm. The first of which is, of course, Adam Ernie.
1: You know... Usually I'd be like fuck yeah, but I'm trying to like him less because I feel like he might get dealt. <laughs> I'm going to be really real.
0: She said the quiet part out loud.
1: I know I did say the quiet part. Out- I'm just rational, okay? I don't want to be one of those chicks who gets their heart broken and then you should be like buys buys his like fucking stars jersey if he ended up in fucking Dallas. <laughs> I ain't that bitch. I ain't that bitch. You got to refer to him
0: by his first name.
1: Oh, I then, did like- do that all the time.
0: You're like, oh, Adam. I'm just so excited for you and your kids. You know, just like really get way too familiar about his life.
1: I did that with all of the Red Wings, actually. Oh,
0: beautiful. No,
1: not all of them, but some of them. I spoke but, to. I, I called them all by their first name, which
0: I think that it would be cool. I think they're they're almost guaranteed will be like a meme player brought in. I don't know who the meme player is going to be
1: from the but Red we, Wings or just in general.
0: In general, I don't mm. know. If it'll probably be like some sort of fighter. Hell yeah! I think it would be cool to get like. On the Red Wings, Philip Housonic would be a great person to put in. Yeah, I, I hope they get rid of the rule where it's like one player per team has to make it. Because do we really want to see Patrick Kane for the nine hundredth time? He played. He's had such a shitty season this year. Like, I'm so bored of him.
1: I mean, how the would Ana- you? Who,
0: who are the Anaheim Ducks going to send in? Trevor zegris again?
1: Oh yeah, obviously he is an All Star. Come on,
0: he's great, but like his yeah playing that's... like shit this season too. Everybody on that team has been terrible. Hot dog water.
1: I'm just worried. I'm worried that, like, if it, if it is, I don't know how they do it, but if it's open up, opened up for fans, I don't want to see, like, five Maple Leafs players. Oh, God. You know? Or, like, a
0: bunch of Rangers.
1: Yeah. I don't want that either. I yeah, want it to the, be, um, like, pretty even. The,
0: the, the only reason why I'm, like, anti one player per team is the year that we had to do that uh, during the 2019-20 season when we were playing terrible, we had Franz Nielsen represent us. So,
1: yeah, I don't that's want a bad. Franz
0: Nielsen moment again
1: We're not Jake. Let me say something real quick.
0: I know my player. I figured it out
1: before that yeah. I just want to tell you, even though we've been through some tough times 2019 <laughs> 2020 we have we have changed you know we're not send we can't send Franz Nielsen again, you know he can't hurt you anymore.
0: Is the Franz Nielsen in the room with us right now. <laughs> Is the depth forward in the room with us right now?
1: <laughs> yeah, he can't hurt you anymore, bud. We have we have some actual all-stars on our team. I have
0: a player that I would like to send. Who? He's from Buffalo. His name is Zemgis Gergensens. <laughs> Latvian legend. Consistently, he's like a fourth-line guy. I
1: think he actually was sent. He was he sent was. there, too, because like, the whole country of Latvia voted for him. Do you yeah, remember that?
0: I do. They had like cuz they had a really bad season at Buffalo and they were like, "Okay, let's no, just No, but send like him.
1: random Latvians just ended up like just coming out for him and
0: oh, that's dope. That's I mean, a huge event in their country's history. Sorry to everybody in Latvia. I love you guys.
1: Latvia's a cool place, got to say. Don't You've been, right? I have not.
0: Oh, okay. So now you're speaking on behalf of them.
1: Yes. <laughs> They're actually like technologically way more advanced than germany i watched a german documentary about why latvia was like more developed than germany
0: (laughs) i there's somebody i follow on instagram from latvia i think and are they tall yeah Mm -hmm. and she always complains about like the shitty architecture because it's like all communist era like brutalist buildings and i understand that i think brutalism's ugly but that's just me that's
1: that's fair and i agree with you
0: and if you think that brutalism is pretty this is not your podcast welcome back to art deco
1: (laughs) yeah I saw um, right
0: anyway maybe Heronic I I'll would for be I for
1: would Norris. love to see like
0: one of the youth boys for I mean Heronic for Norris is going to happen let's we have to accept it we have to accept it um, the last thing I'll say before we start getting into our bigger segments is I watched a little bit of the world juniors I don't yeah. know why I don't really what do you
1: mean I don't know it's I don't been really, good it's been like a crazy world juniors I don't really
0: like watching the world juniors it feels That's like a valid. boy auction <laughs> 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 like, i don't know how to i thought you're into it. that it's a bunch of people watching like young boys and they're like mm, yes he will be great on our team mm, <laughs> i sure hope we get him or, like, they Ooh, make these look huge look at his tight little buck go. Like, Luke Hughes will have a bad game, and they're like, oh, I don't know about that Luke Hughes guy. I don't know if he's got what it takes. And it's like, dude, it's one game. It's one game.
1: Again, Jake, it's your perspective of who you're looking at on
0: Twitter. Um, what's his name? John Tavares had, like, a shitty playoff, I think, like, World Juniors a while ago, and people were like, Oh, yeah, really it's not indicative the of the success. No. But but that's what I mean is, like, last year's World Juniors, I think that was where Slavkovsky got, like, his huge rate uh, mm-hmm. raise in the rankings. It was that mm-hmm. and, like, the Olympics. And everybody was like, oh, he's going to be better than Shane Wright. And now he's dog shit. Shane <laughs> Wright. Oh so bad.
1: <laughs> I just, when you said Shane Wright, I'm picturing, I just, <laughs> the, the sequence <laughs> of events when we went to the draft together. And Holy- he kept getting skipped. <laughs> you, kept, you were, every time he wasn't picked, you were just shitting your pants.
0: I, there are videos of me having just like a mental breakdown watching I it. took that. Oh, God. What an era.
1: That was funny. Anyway, yeah, good. so my I, I like watching the World Juniors. I don't watch every game by any means. But it's good to, you know, have a pulse on what the talent looks like from around mm-hmm. the world. Uh, I'm not going to be like, if I watch and be like, oh, yeah, that guy. Except if it furthers my narrative. Like, Alex Van Tilly, Proud Wolverine, uh, place for Canada. And Is he, he a went- Michigan native? No, he's Canadian. I just said plays for Canada. <laughs> <What> I think <laughs> that every...
0: I think that every team in the NHL should have a mandatory minimum of Canadians. They have to hit their <laughs> Canadian quota.
1: Well, some international leagues like you have to have like a majority of whatever nation that is like the Swiss league and the German league, I know for sure you need to have like a 80% not 80% I don't actually know the percentage like 60% Swiss and then the rest can be other countries.
0: So they want to make an ethno state of play. Yeah. And interesting. But the reason why I brought up the World Juniors is because our favorite name in the prospect pool. Red Savage.
1: He's not Red. my favorite.
0: What's your favorite name in the draft? Or Yvonne, Yvonne.
1: And he also had a do great... Ha- is, Red is he on Red Wings? Is he a prospect?
0: Yes. Oh, and I so thought he is, was like um, a free agent.
1: He's a prospect. Hold on. <laughs> Hacker voice.
0: <laughs> While you do that, Red Savage went off. He had a really great World Juniors experience. I believe he's playing for the bronze tonight. He has five points in six games and he wears the A for Team USA. And I think he's playing on the third line. So he was giving me from the from the clips I watched, he was giving me a lot of Tyler Bertuzzi vibes like he plays. He's a dog. He's the guy who's going to really just piss off the other team, grind them down. He's going to work hard. He's going to make them make them break. So I would like to see that with the Wings. I think he's going to be with the Griffins next year if Bertuzzi has gone possible Bertuzzi replacement? Many are saying so.
1: Whoa. Chill. You you just said, I don't like to watch the World Juniors and make these bold takes. Now you go, Bertuzzi's gone. He might but, be the next Bertuzzi. But
0: but this this sample size of mine is beyond just a single tournament. He's been consistently great these last few years. He and Carter Mazur. That's okay, though. That's fine. <laughs> you know, Maddie, I just think it's funny how... <laughs>
1: Okay, so yeah, you were right. He hasn't. He's not officially Red Wing, but he went to wow, the prospect right. camp for us last. Okay, do you know Ivan Ivan's it's, it's middle blue. name? Yes, I do. <laughs> Go ahead and tell everyone what it is.
0: Ivan Ivan is a Czech player who's no. Name his middle name. name
1: are the same. What about his middle name?
0: I believe it's Ivan. You're right. Ivan Ivan Ivan, which is and- hilarious, and like also, why would your mom do that to you?
1: Well, he, it might be... You. Okay, listen, though. It might be a Czech thing because there was another guy on the team for Czechia and his name is Marcel Marcel.
0: Marcel the Shell?
1: No, Marcel <laughs> oh. Marcel. Wait, let me see what his middle name is. Marcel Marcel Middle...
0: Is his middle name Marcel?
1: It better fucking be. Oh. oh. He's not. I, no, we don't know. There's no... It's got to be a generic Czech name like Philip. Philip. Well... I can't find his middle name, but I fucking hope that it's Marcel.
0: Anyway, I'm bored of talking about the boy auction. Let's Roger talk about Harrison. something fun. All right. Maddie. What? I heard you had a really fun story to tell everyone.
1: What? What's the really fun story?
0: I don't know. I heard you met a bunch of people.
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, that's not really. That's not like one. OK, yeah. So I I'm went to be the- like
0: the I want to be like the parent that's like oh maddie everybody come on gather around gather around! maddie has a story to tell go ahead maddie we're listening
1: (laughs) uh so i went to the red wings open house earlier in the week shout out to my dude taylor who gave me his tickets to go to that i wasn't gonna go it was like uh, an event for season ticket holders and they had um like different tables set up around the arena where you could line up and like meet the guys. It was not possible to meet the entire team. So there are a few of guys I haven't met, but I made a list of everybody I met and I want to talk about the vibes that for each guy, some of them were pretty forgettable, unfortunately. So I'll just go down my list that I made quickly. Yeah.
0: Tell us your biggest standouts too. If you have any fun stories.
1: Okay. I will. As I go through Larkin, he was kind of boring, he seemed stressed out, which is fair, but he was nice. Some people said he's a dick in person, but I don't really think he was a dick. One of my favorites was cider uh this was the one I was most excited to excited to, to do um so I waited in line you only you could only have them sign one item and you couldn't take pictures with them. It was very fast moving and all of us stood in these lines for like hours just to like get an autograph or like talk to them for a sec so obviously I wasn't going to talk to him in German and I said to him in German I was like oh it's great to finally meet you and then he like was like surprised because somebody was talking to him in German and then I said to him you're my favorite player and he goes back well I'd love to hear that and it was just like it was so cute and he was really nice you know some people said he's not that great with like the in-person stuff but I don't know he was like all smiley and like I think he was excited that like someone spoke German he and... strikes
0: me as like a little shy guy yeah he like... seems shy and he's not like I don't think he's being rude so much as he is just right. a little awkward Like, and he's oh. German
1: you know he can't help it. yeah
0: you know how Germans are <laughs> I don't
1: <laughs> no but he was he was very nice um that was obviously one of the standouts that I would, and who I was most looking forward to meeting cop was funny Perron was probably the best meeting that I had if you watch the video that we released. Oh, he was uh,
0: hilarious. I really yeah, like that.
1: Yeah, Kirsten tried to take video. The only like good one that is not filmed was the cider one. But Peron, like I started speaking Swiss German to Suter, and Peron was like, ooh, that's a beautiful language. It was it was very cute. And then he was like telling me, he's like, Oh, well, how'd you learn German? And he's like, Oh, well, I'm French. Like he was like really like talk talkative and I was super, like, calm when I was talking to them all, like, just, like, I know them, like, they're my buzz. And I was saying before, like, I-, I referred to them all by, like, their first name. I don't know if that's rude, but, like, that's their name, you know? It can't be rude.
0: Yeah, and I feel like treating them like a human being, because they are just human beings. Right. Is a lot better than being like, oh, my God, David Perron. <laughs> I don't think you yeah, exactly. that,
1: but <laughs> No, like some people were freaking out. But I was just like, no, they're you know, they are just dudes. So I'm just gonna be like, hey and to all of them, I was like, you know, hey, hey Ned, how's it going? Well he Ned's the only one I didn't call by his first name because he's Ned. Um and I was like, Oh hey Phil, how's it going? Whatever. All right. Uh yeah. Perron was the best meat. <sighs> Ned was just a little sweetie pie, to be expected. Great guy. I said to him because I didn't know if his woman was his wife or his girlfriend, I said, Congrats on your on your pregnancy, he said thank mm-hmm. you. Who um, so? He was nice but shy and forgettable. Uh, Helberg was awesome. I, he's also in one of the videos. I spoke Swedish to him and he was really like nice and supportive. He's like, "Wow, that's great!" I was like, "Thank you, dude."
0: If you guys would like to see the videos, we have posted them on our three one three hockey TikTok. They are also available on our Twitter page.
1: Yes, sir. Um, Sharat was whatever. I was even though he's definitely the hottest guy on the team. He was just whatever.
0: Maybe I'm, he knows he's the hottest guy. So he's I'm kind
1: of, I'm getting a little bit sick of him, honestly, but I'm not going to get into that right now. That's not what this is about. <laughs> You're never, listen, I want to say something. The worst me, like the person who was the most unfriendly and not like, didn't want to like be there or talk to was Adina. And I don't, I don't say this because I don't like him. Like it's totally unrelated. He just was like, not. Nice, and other people who were there also saying like he was the worst. Was worst
0: he like pouty? Like what? What was the deal? <sighs>
1: he wasn't pouty, but he just like he just had an attitude. I don't know. He just like I was like, hey, how's it going? And he just was like he didn't really say anything back. And then like while I was standing in front of him, he started talking to Kubalik in Czech right next, like because they were sitting next to each other. I don't know. It just was like not nice. I don't like that
0: vibe. I don't like that. It like, wasn't.
1: Yeah. If None of the other team, players did that.
0: And I don't wanna be like I don't wanna be that guy, but like when you're playing like he is, you shouldn't be you shouldn't have an attitude like that. Like,
1: Even if he was an all star.
0: Yeah. Especially if he was an
1: all-star. And I'm I'm honestly not just saying this because I don't like his performance. Like I try to separate that as much as possible. He did look very handsome, I'll give him that. But everything else, not good vibes. So moving on, suitor. Spoke to him in Swiss German, like I mentioned, he could have been nicer. He, I said to him, like, yeah, last season I had your, your jersey on from Zurich and you gave me your stick. Do you remember? He's like, yeah, of course. Like, no, you fucking don't. A fucking liar. He's just being sweet. Yeah, he's just being nice. I know he don't remember, though. That's all right. He was fine. Ernie was a gem in person. Um, I also asked him if he remembered me and I don't know if I believe him or not, but it probably clicked after. He was like super chill with me too. He was, like, how's it going? or whatever. I gave him another three one three hockey sticker, so Yeah, that was he was cool.
0: like I remember hearing like the video and you're like, How's it going? He's like, Good and you were like, You remember me? Yep.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: the sticker, thanks.
1: <laughs> it was perfect, okay, Adam. thanks. I mean, that was to be expected. After we had to talk with him, I'm not surprised at all. Like that's just, that's just how he is. And you know vibe. what it was?
0: What? He had to watch that. Um, he watched our video, and all he could imagine was being in Guantanamo Bay.
1: That's right. He's like, "Why <laughs> the fuck did torturous I go on?" Enough
0: to listen to this podcast. Imagine being. A-
1: <laughs> Why did I go on that podcast? All right, <laughs> Hag, very forgettable. Like I literally don't even remember meeting him, but he signed my paper, so I did. Suncast was fine. Pisic, fine. He seemed like just a nice guy, but like I didn't talk to him much. Hronik was fine. Kubelik was also not super nice, but it might have been because I don't know. The whole thing with him talking Checked to Zadina and he's just like, whatever.
0: I wonder if he said, Is that the girl that says the mean things about you? <laughs> no, they're like talking trash about you in Czech.
1: Well, they both signed my thing, so I don't know.
0: It's not like they're going to be like, No, we're not signing that. You can go. <laughs> Why don't you yeah. go find another bus to sign this? <laughs>
1: Damn, that's funny. Like, I, this is the thing, though. Like, I love Kubelik as a player, but in person, he just wasn't super nice. That's all right, though. Uh, Rasmussen was fine, just like a boring Canadian guy. Osterley, forgettable. Don't remember. Oh, he had a tiger's hat on, so I was like, out a boy." Um, Bergren was really like cute and quiet, like just like a little guy. Fabry was very funny. I welcomed him back. I said he looks like Eminem because he had this very funny picture of himself, like on his table. Soderblom was just a little cutie pie He's
0: a little guy?
1: He is a little guy, yeah I think we
0: need to clarify to our audience Little guy has nothing to do with height
1: Or gender You can be a woman and be a little
0: guy Anybody can be a little guy, they just have to be a little guy
1: Right, and Soderblom is a little guy I gotta say, he's a little guy
0: He does strike me as a little guy Am I a little guy?
1: You have little guy tendencies, but you're not a little guy That's alright Sorry
0: I'm the big boy from the SZA song.
1: You, you kind of are a big boy.
0: season. <laughs> da, 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 da. Anyway,
1: <laughs> last but not least, Lindstrom also very forgettable. So that was it. Ooh, Those sorry, were all...
0: could you repeat that?
1: <laughs> Lindstrom.
0: Oh, I yeah. thought you said Lidstrom. I was like Nick Lidstrom on there. I fucking
1: wish <laughs> I've met him too, though. I met Is the whole nice? team. Yeah, he was a gem. I... All the Swedish guys I've ever met are nice. Like I've never met a Swedish person or hockey player who wasn't nice
0: out of all of the wings players that you met beyond even this like Mm -hmm. day of meeting all of them who Mm -hmm. was the nicest one you've met who had the best vibes and who had the worst
1: worst was Datsuk
0: really yeah didn't I tell you the story that's right you did best
1: I'd say Zetterberg
0: yeah I could see that
1: it's just the sweet. I don't know. The Swedish guys are always so charming. They're also, ah, oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd say those are my and they're best. All super and worst. tall. <laughs> well, I guess Iserman actually. I don't know. If Iserman he had... is nice too. Oh my god, Iserman is such a sweetie. I met Iserman three different times, and he actually remembered me, which really? was like, yeah, was shocking. We we had like a bonding moment. I. So I was worried this was going to happen when I met Mo, but it didn't. So like I met Iserman when I was a teenager, right, in Florida. Like I met a lot of hockey players in Florida because nobody ever recognized them. Um, so I met – after I met Iserman, I almost passed out and I like was just <laughs> sobbing. Like I was just <laughs> – tears. But I waited till I waited till after he walked away. Like I held it together and was cool. Soon as, as soon as he, he was out of my sight, I just broke down. And I was really worried that was gonna happen with Mo. But then I thought about I'm like, Mo is a child. Steve Eiserman is a god and a legend.
0: You, you did the cutest little like bell kick afterwards too. Yeah, like... I was
1: so excited. I was so excited. It was awesome. It was really dope. I was just happy. That was a great time. Great night. Those are all my takes for um vibes for the guys I met. If anyone else listening was there and met the team, I would be curious if you agreed with my my vibe check.
0: Yes, share us share your vibes with us. Let us know replying to our tweets or tweeting at us what the vibe the overall vibe consensus was meeting the Detroit Red Wings.
1: Yeah. I'd like to hear what other people say. And I guess, yeah, that was the last thing I want to say about that, and we can talk now about their only game that you has happened. That?
0: What what I want to talk about something that I just realized. What? You know how Dan Campbell starts his speech <laughs> with like, you know, man. <laughs> steve eiserman starts his with well though he's always like well you gotta really consider I'm like yeah well, the thing is
1: <laughs> he does i'd say also steve eiserman is a little guy but he's like a little guy but in a cunty way <laughs> a cunty way but like in a good way not cunty bad oh, cunty like good. serving
0: cunt yes
1: yeah. he's okay. a little guy who's serving cunt mm,
0: yes That's did i funny. tell you what oh yeah <laughs> i did that for you when we were hanging out the Can can I serve really quick?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, too bad. You know who did to explain. Who?
0: The wings against the devils last
1: night. That's factual. Also, you were at that (laughs) game, weren't you? I was. But before we get to that, have you ever listened to a Derek Lalone interview? Yes. Every single time a reporter asks him a question, he goes, that's a great question. I love that. I want he's that so for sweet. reinforcement. He is. He's, a, he's sweetie. a little guy. I don't know if he's a little guy. He might just be a sweetie. I don't, he's mm-hmm. not giving little guy. He's just giving sweetie pie.
0: He's very, he's very nice. I really like that he's yeah. an active listener. Yeah. He reminds me of those people that you'd be in meetings with where they're like, mm, hmm. <laughs> like mm. nodding aggressively. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he
1: is like that's that. That's
0: exactly what we're talking about.
1: That is. That's our boy Newsy. do you know why they call him newsy no i don't either and i've been too afraid to ask
0: i also have i'm not a real fan i'm sorry i have to admit it um we've been posing as this has been a study conducted by harvard university for the past half year thank you guys all for understanding
1: i will tell you because i just googled it so now if you're listening and you didn't know either so it started in college They said some people in Tampa don't even know his name is Derek. They only know him as Newsy. And then Larkin didn't know either. And he said, I don't know, still don't know what the reference is. It's kind of something that stuck a long time ago and it's his name now. So, wow, Newsy Lalonde was a legendary NHL player. When the NHL was forming in 1917, Edward Newsy Lalonde was the playing coach and captain of the Montreal Canadiens. A playing coach. That is so cool. So, I guess that's where it came from, this legendary NHLer, and they have the same last name.
0: Speaking of legendary NHLers, can I tell you the greatest name of any player to ever exist? Yes. This guy played for the Red Wings in the 50s. And his name is, I'm not joking you, Cummy Burton.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's the best of all time, but it's good.
0: She'd be Cummy on my Burton. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, Lord. What kind anyway. of name is Cummy? First-
0: uh, apparently his first name was Cumming.
1: That's is not better. His- that is not better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Old people names from like, you know, earlier than like the 50s are just so cursed.
1: Cummy. Cummy. <laughs> and it's not like back then, cum didn't mean cum. Cum still oh. meant cum back then.
0: <sighs> Imagine that. that. That's like the worst name to ever get bullied with.
1: No, there's worse, bud
0: like what Maddie
1: I mean I don't <laughs> no. want to get into it <laughs> I don't want to get um, into it
0: speaking of not wanting to get into it mm-hmm. I really am dreading talking about this devil's game
1: oh yeah fuck I almost forgot I was like wow now we can wrap up the show yeah let's fucking talk about it so you were at this game unfortunately I was also sh- another shout out to my girl Alyssa who gave me the tickets we oh. love
0: Alyssa here. We love Alyssa, Alyssa. If you're listening, we love you. I don't
1: know if Alyssa listens, but she has a listens. <laughs>
0: well, she has Alyssa in her name. That's short I know. for Alyson.
1: Oh, I gave her a three-one-three hockey sticker too. Like she's a fan. Like I like. There are some people out there who are our fans, but don't listen. And I get it. Like I don't listen to a lot of podcasts either. Like I don't know how you guys sit through a whole episode it's, of shit. It's
0: honestly, we're so much more than a podcast. We are <laughs> a, a lifestyle brand. We are a cult. Mm-hmm. We are a pyramid scheme we are a, a shell corporation
1: i'm okay with the rest of those but not a pyramid scheme okay
0: fine we can be a shell corporation though cool all right anyway
1: yeah the game sucked ass we lost five to one but i gotta say people started leaving in the third period and i was like you know that's not my bag but we didn't get shut out I was really worried it was going to be a shutout and they at least scored one goal. And I got to say something else. That's what I mentioned a little bit earlier. So Lucas Raymond does this thing where he plays like this season, this season, he'll like not play well for two periods. And this goes for a lot of the team, but like him specifically is top of mind. Like he'll be playing really badly, like just missing the pucks and not getting there for a pass. And then He'll come out and just score a goal or, like, have a great assist. And I'm like, ah, I can't be mad at the kid. Like, he'll do – he's like a classic man. Like, he'll be toxic, and I'll start wanting to get out of it. And then he'll come back and do something where I'm like, oh, shit, I can't get out of it. He always does that to me. He always does that to me. I was really ready to – he yeah. immediately goes off. Yeah, I was ready, you know, going into the third period. I was like, I'm going to talk about Lucas Raymond on the podcast tomorrow. And now that, he's disappointing me. He and did then that he on that Leafs goal. game that yeah. we went to. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: that's we his thing. Like, hey, he's playing bad. And then that, I think it was like the second period. We were both like, mm-hmm. whoa, whoa.
1: That is his signature. He has bamboozled me. But you know what? If he ends up producing, I will forgive him as I, I do.
0: Can I read you a really terrible thing that yeah. I fucked? Uh, and again, this goes back to the cursed rants and stuff. But I've made it my goal this year. This is one of my resolutions. I've started to mute people.
1: Why not just unfollow them? Well, I will not I unfo- mute someone. Yeah.
0: I unfollow a lot of them, but this one I, I like to keep in. Uh, what do you call it? In my orbit, because uh, every once in a while he has a really terrible tweet, and every once in a while one of those blows up. So All this right. is the one that really got me. This guy Do I know is a Toronto writer. He is from Toronto, and he constantly has these, like, very surface-level takes that he'll post on, like, a team. And the one that he had here, it was not good. It was very, uh, very Are not gonna good. Are you
1: going to name drop?
0: He was, not, he's not, like, a big name. He's
1: just some okay. dude. Just some um, dude.
0: But he... Pierre
1: Lebrun. <laughs> Pierre Lebrun! <laughs>
0: Where's my mean tweet? I'm, I really love my... And it, well, I didn't even have like a snarky response. I was very smart about it. I was very <laughs> noble headed
1: I was smart. I wasn't even cunty. Wait, I just realized now I've said the word cunt like five times. I don't know. You're serving
0: cunt right now. Oh, here it is. <clears throat> All right, let me do my best smug uh, Canadian
1: voice. Oh, no. This is gonna be- Remember
0: when Red Wings fans screamed for Jeff Blashill's head? How's it going with Derek Lalone? Sixteen, twelve, seven minus seven goal differential. Year two slumps from Cider and Raymond. Nedeljkovic in the AHL. Varana on waivers. Free agency signings: Kopp, Sharat, Kubalik, Peran, all underachieving. Ouch. And I said you might want to do a little research. Three of our top six wingers have been injured. We're in the toughest division in the NHL. Raymond and Cider are slowly picking up steam. Iran has 27 points in 35 games. That isn't underachieving. Kubelik is on a 65 plus point pace. Again, not underachieving.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ali Mata has scored more points this season than he has the last two combined. How is that underachieving? Nice. How, like this guy, yeah. it, it was just such like an uninformed take. And then, did he respond? No, he's gotten ratioed to high heaven right oh, now. Good, good. But the thing. That made me realize it's not a Toronto reporter thing. So like, yeah. I, I'm not just going to say, oh, it's the Leafs media, whatever. He is a sports betting guy. The, the guys who write all the sports betting guides. I find that more often than not, they just look at the hard numbers. They well, don't look at the actual, like what's actually going on. Yeah. that's not to say that sports betting, if you're sports betting, that's a bad thing. It's the, this, like some of the writers are very like surface level uninformed and they have very smug takes like this.
1: I feel like that's the case for a lot of people in general that will just look at the numbers as opposed to, like, actually, especially if it's not your team.
0: If you don't follow the Red Wings and you comment on the Red Wings, do your research, please. I
1: think that's the case for anything, though. I mean, for
0: any team, do your research, but, like, I'm just, I'm so tired of reading these, and I feel like it's always against Detroit's
1: boards team. Jake.
0: What? What?
1: I'm just gonna just gonna circle back to my previous point.
0: Oh no! she's no, bringing seriously. out the project manager words.
1: No, but honestly, you're like I'm sick of people dumping on Detroit. Like, just don't fucking follow them.
0: That's but why I'm I said I'm muting people. them.
1: Why don't you unfollow him? What is the point of following someone if they're on mute? What is the oh. point? Exactly.
0: Uh, feigned politeness.
1: Why? Why do you need to be polite to that stranger who's dumb? Oh exactly I like it. why not you, you could just unfollow Maddie me.
0: why are you calling me out right now we're on a podcast for fun
1: <laughs> because I don't want to hear I live blissfully blocking and unfollowing these bitches and I don't want to hear about it really? if I have to
0: suffer so do you no
1: I don't wanna that's too bad
0: speaking of too bad
1: <laughs> what
0: the wings have one of the toughest schedules right <laughs> now
1: yeah, but we had a pretty quote unquote easy start to the season, so it's it's gonna be pretty rough come, moving forward. But that doesn't mean else, because the wings no. always beat good teams and lose to shitty ones.
0: It's just it it's gonna be a lot of traveling, a lot of back to back games, a lot of tough teams that they're gonna go up against. And um, yeah, that's that's my story about how this is gonna be tough.
1: It's all right. We're not making the playoffs anyway,
0: so unless no, something major,
1: if something major changes, then sure.
0: The but Panthers I, might not make the playoffs either.
1: I know they were my. Did you know they were my Cup pick last year?
0: I know that. Well, we play them tomorrow.
1: So by the time this comes out,
0: I'm curious to see how that's going to go.
1: Panthers. What'll I don't know. Fun. Recently, they've had some really high-scoring games. Um, uh, I think Ek, not Ekblad. One of their other players, Barkov. A, not Bark. Some, some, maybe Bark. One of them just had a hat trick the other night. Oh, Kachuk had a hat trick.
0: We love our Kachoks. Not really.
1: I'm kind of worried, to be honest, but especially because my best friend and my brother are a Panthers fan, and I'm going to be in Chicago watching that with my brother tomorrow night, so we'll see.
0: Have fun in Chicago.
1: Thanks.
0: You're going to have a great time. Quinn is shaving their head this weekend.
1: <laughs> I am excited for that. Like, completely I'm... bald? Or just a little bit? No, asleep? like,
0: like not Caillou. We're talking like... Uh... <laughs>
1: I pussy bald like Caillou,
0: like, <laughs> swag leg like Caillou. Oh, we're we're talking like Eleven from Stranger Things, like a little oh, bald okay.
1: That's cute. You're not Yay. into it. Oh, well, I, good thing it doesn't matter because it's not your head.
0: Yeah, but I I have to
1: palm that head. It. I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna go up behind them in the day and I'm gonna grab it and go Michael Jordan.
1: Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> like a basketball. I feel like their head isn't that big though. It's more like a small bowling ball. No, yeah. no, smaller. What's what's in between, like a softball and a bowling ball? Basketball. No, no. basketball's big. Uh, Is there a ball base, in between?
0: Baseball. No, uh,
1: that's smaller than a softball.
0: Um, so, like you know those a, those, soccer, like, ball. Yeah, a soccer ball. Yeah, soccer ball seems fair.
1: All right, Quinn, you got a soccer ball sized head.
0: Quinn, come on to the podcast. Let's talk about. We have some heads. exciting
1: guests coming on next weekend.
0: Oh, do we ever?
1: But I don't want the following t- week.
0: What's we might the following have some week? Cool guests either. Oh, all right, even... Maddie's in the dark. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm doing the Red Wings front office style where I don't really <laughs> tell anybody anything. <laughs> that's okay.
1: That's all right. It's fine. Um,
0: cool. I think that's all for me.
1: Oh, speaking good? of though, I saw Demac last night, and I said he should come back on. He's like, "Yeah, just let me know when." So
0: he wants a he wants to make a fat head of me that people bring to games when I'm not there. <laughs> so what if a you're legend! To this and you want to make a fat head of me and carry me around at games? I think it would be really fun.
1: I saw him last night. I wasn't going to ask for a picture or anything, and he's like, "All right, let's go." And he like t- grabs my phone to take a selfie. <laughs> he Classic. asked me for a picture. Look at you! You have fans now. D is my fan. He loves me, and I love him. It's very cute and wholesome.
0: And we love you, listeners, <laughs> for having made it this far. Yeah,
1: let's unless discuss- you've
0: been irreparably psychologically broken, in which case, um, look for the symbols on the walls. You'll understand God. what I mean.
1: Do you think? <laughs> You think this episode was going to be used in our torture chamber somewhere? Panama. (laughs)
0: She's going to have to be (laughs) singing it.
1: (laughs) All right, everyone, we love you. Bad takes
0: in the room with us right now. I
1: gotta somehow get Jake to stop talking. So we're going to close this one out. Tom, start the music.